Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. Hey, greetings. The title of today's podcast is Leadership Pillars, Intentionality, and Healthy Relationships. Last week's podcast and our last week's blog, I introduced the eight pillars of leadership that I have, and we talked about two of them. We talked about inspiring and leading yourself, and then also uh, we talked about the, the pillar of transformational beliefs. And I am leading up to a four-month leadership mentoring that I'm doing online starting September 11th. And it's going to be really powerful. And you're going to get little snippets in these podcasts, which I believe is going to greatly bless you. And uh, some of you are going to want more of what I'm sharing on these. And you can find out about that at ignitinghope.com. IgnitingHopeAcademy.com is where to find that. And so today we're going to be talking about the pillars of intentionality and healthy relationships. And let me just say again that great leaders have great beliefs, great priorities, and great habits. And it's in that order of, of great beliefs. Because if you have uh, good priorities and good habits, or you try to have them, let's put it that way, without having the beliefs that we need to have, then those priorities and habits will not be as effective. One of the greatest beliefs we can have is about ourselves. And the belief that we're significant. We're the belief who God says we are. It's very difficult to consistently do. As a matter of fact, it's impossible to consistently do what we don't believe we are. And so this third pillar of intentionality, uh, I saw this definition today of intentionality, an attitude of purposefulness with a commitment to deliberate action. And certainly we can, we put on our GPS, we put the location that we want to go, we know where we're starting from, and we're purposeful in following those directions. Now, as I talk about intentionality, it's really having a plan and a purpose and a why behind what we do. So, we start with the end in mind. Intentional people start with the end in mind. What do we want it to look like? Where do we want to be? A GPS, all right, I want to be in San Francisco. Okay, then we put it in there, that's the end, and then we have an automatic system on our phones that help us get there. Once we decide where we want to be, whether it's in our physical health, whether it's in our relationships, in our ministry, uh, in our finances, in our family, 
spiritual life. That's a key. Because if we don't know where we want to go, we have a problem. <laughs> then secondly, we determine our priorities based on the ends that we've determined. We determine our priorities. Romans 12, 3 says, To each has been given a measure of faith. The word measure is the Greek word metron. We've been given a metron of faith. We have priorities. We have emphasis. We have giftings. We have something unique to ourselves. We're not called to do everything. We attach faith to what we do, and we attach faith to what we don't prioritize uh, within our lives. We also recognize as we determine our priorities that there's different seasons of our lives. What season are we in? If you're in a season of, of young children, your priorities are going to be a lot different than if you're an empty nester. And so determining priorities and then determining forward movement steps. Once we determine our priorities, then what are the steps that we need to make? And one of my favorite declarations is, is that my forward movement in life causes Red Seas to part. And so no matter what it is, intentional people in key areas of their life, they determine forward steps because once we start moving forward, that's a key for more to happen. And that's why the Bible says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. We start moving forward, I believe, in this area. Uh, maybe in, in my eating habits, a forward movement is, I'm going to listen to podcasts about nutrition and health. Okay, that's a forward movement in a key priority area. Then we develop systems to achieve. Now, I like to have systems. I focus more on systems in my life than goals. Goals without systems are not going to get the results. I have a system of having a, a tally counter, a declaration clicker next to my coffee pot in the morning. It's a system that reminds me to make my declarations faith declarations. Uh, faith comes by hearing, and my goal is to make a hundred a day. I have systems in my calendar, systems of prioritizing the important versus urgent or over the urgent in my calendar. So I have systems of, of putting into my calendar that which is part of my greatest priorities. Successful people live in the important and non-urgent time quadrant. Non-successful people live in the urgent and not important time quadrant. And then I relentlessly evaluate how I'm doing. And I know this is I'm saying a lot in, in just a, a, a few minutes on intentionality. I, I, I relentlessly evaluate. I have systems in my life where 
I will pay my personal assistant $3 for every day that I don't accomplish something, every day I don't write, every day that I'm eating something that I really believe I shouldn't. And I pay her money. And But it, it, I'm not perfect in those areas, but it's a system that has helped me to grow. I have another system when I, I feel like I'm procrastinating on things or I just need a little extra motivation to get things done. I'll, I'll contact one of my assistants and say, I have a list of a certain amount of things today. I won't even tell them the list. If I don't get it done, I'll pay you $15. It motivates me. It can be whether it's cleaning out my car to contacting a person that I feel like I need to contact, but I've been procrastinating. I've developed systems in my life. And then I relentlessly evaluate how am I doing? And certainly there's goal setting that I have. I want to achieve this by Friday or whatever. But the structures and systems are key. And we evaluate how can I improve my systems? How can I improve? How can I be more intentional and proactive in what I'm doing in my life instead of being reactive. We will certainly go much deeper in this in our mentorship. And then I want to talk today about healthy relationships, the pillar of healthy relationships. Now, all of the eight pillars that I'm going to be sharing during these four weeks. This is week two. I'm going to do two more of these podcasts. All of these pillars, I believe, are so crucial. When you add them to a life of integrity, of valuing kingdom culture, they become catalytic. Now, uh, the pillar of healthy relationships. 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter in the Bible, basically says, if you do great things but have not love, it profits nothing. You accomplish great things, do marvelous spiritual feat, but you don't have love, it's a big zero. Then it says, love is patient, love is kind. Love is, is not boastful, love is not rude, love is not easily provoked. Love believes all things, love hopes all things. And so we have this list of relational qualities saying that if we try to do great things, but treat people poorly, it equals a big zero. And so this pillar of leadership, of understanding uh, the importance of getting the tools that we need for healthy relationships, understanding that often relationships uh, trigger us and there's times where we need to get healing and counseling and inner healing for certain things within our lives. As we focus on healthy relationships, we again can come back to the intentionality that I'm talking about and what are my priorities. Remember, as a young minister, and it's still true today, but especially as a young minister, uh, as I was learning these things, I, I would move, I would leave the church, go home, get ready to walk into the door of my house, and I would hear the Holy Spirit say, now, Steve, your real ministry starts. Your real ministry starts. This is it. Because if the people in this home respect you, then 
you can really, you can really live. And so this pillar of healthy relationships, again, if we do great things, but have a trail of dysfunctional relationships behind us and hurt people, then we are misguided in our priorities. And certainly there's going to be some people who are not going to like us no matter what we do. (laughs) So I'm not saying become a people pleaser. I'm not saying that the goal is to make everybody happy in your life. Because if you do that, then you're going to live in the time quadrant of the urgent and non-important. But I am saying that the when people experience you, they should experience a genuine, caring, loving person who sees people, who treats people with respect, who creates a culture of healthy relationships around them, who empowers people who becomes a a servant to the dreams of other people, who Jesus said, you know, leadership, he basically said most people have their mindset that that leadership, great leaders lord it over people. No, the greatest of you will be servant of all. And so this pillar of healthy relationships, growing in how we do relationships, growing in conflict resolution, growing in forgiveness, growing in brave communication, growing in uh, not withdrawing our hearts from people who disappoint us, growing in uh, seeing people and seeing people prophetically, moving from being a elder brother mindset to a father mindset, the elder brother mindset The default is to first see what's wrong with a person or place. The default of a father mindset is to first see what's right with a person or place. And you begin to move in those areas. You become a true father and mother. Then you will create healthy relationships around you. Wow, these two pillars overlap. The pillar of intentionality. It's really how we increase our talents. It's really how we love. You know, we can meet everybody's needs uh, right now around us, or we can invest in ourselves. And I'm not saying not to meet needs, but uh, we need to also invest in ourselves, invest in our families, invest uh, for the future so that in 10 years from now, our lives will not only just help the people around us, but will be catalytic to the whole world. And then healthy relationships. Wow. Hey, I trust you've enjoyed this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries, Steve Macklin here. And if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? We're going to be moving into uh, two other pillars this next week. If you're not signed up for our newsletter and you want to be signed up, you can receive the the, the blog that goes along with this podcast every mon- Monday. Then later in the week, we have an announcement about Uh, resources, uh, events we're putting on online or live. We also can find out our travel itinerary. I'm going to be upcoming in Taiwan. I'm going to be in Montana. I'm going to be 
in Ohio in, in the coming months. And so blessings to you. And I want to remind you here at Igniting Hope that we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. Hope, I believe, after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality that there is. Remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in <laughs> radical joy. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. And certainly there's times where we mourn, we weep. Uh, and yet, joy is our strength. A merry heart is good like medicine. And one of the pillars we're going to be talking about upcoming is the, the pillar of the culture of gladness, which is going to be a fun one. And so we stir up our joy through thanksgiving. We enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gateway to many things. If we're stuck in life, we increase our thanksgiving to God. And man, it, it's guarantees to get you unstuck. And it's also... It's a gateway to joy. And also we delight in the Lord who gives us the desires of our heart in Psalm 37, verse 4. It's a great verse. Delighting. The delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires, with disappointments in his or her life. Outcomes that he or she wants to see that haven't happened yet. And it's the delighting. Woohoo, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this area of my life. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my nation. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my family. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my finances. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in that situation at work. Wow. It's the delighter. It's an excitement. And as we stir that up, it stirs up the joy of the Lord. Hey, we're starting, and I've, I mentioned it in the beginning. I am so fired up about the four months of leadership mentoring that I'm going to be doing starting September 11th with these eight pillars of leadership. And I believe this is going to be life-changing one or two hours a week. You can find out about this at ignitinghopeacademy.com. My wife, Wendy, is also doing a four-month uh, mentorship with Connie Jones. It's going to be so tremendous. If you're looking for something to take you to the next level, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed. If you're not, just ask for your money back. If you can't afford it, email us at info at ignitinghope.com and say what you can do. And we're going to work with you. We don't want finances to be a hindrance for anybody who wants to be a part of what we're doing. I mean, we, we, we can spend money for a, a gym, and that's powerful. I believe this is going to be much more powerful because you're going to get the tools to go to the next level. As you go to the next level, the purpose for your life is going to be revealed and manifest in greater ways. So before we 
pray over you. And before you pray, the five seconds of prayer that we've been doing, there's just, I want to share just a, a couple things that I'm sensing. I'm hearing that the Lord is releasing grace over you for the nine spiritual gifts and beyond that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And I see there's a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit and the power of God flowing through you uh, in, in incredible ways. Uh, I'm hearing this again for you because I've heard testimonies uh, within the last week that are incredible. I'm hearing that provision is coming to you from a source you do not expect. I'm also hearing favor is looking for you. Unexpected favor is looking for you. I, I'm hearing that someone who is uh, in a relational challenge, that there's a supernatural grace that's coming upon you for breakthrough and wisdom, and, and to lean into that relationship with a, with a new level of love and a new level of question asking and a new level of wisdom that's going to bring breakthrough. Wow. Hey, we've been doing this, having you pray for Igniting Hope. We had you pray for your nation last week. But I'd like to have you pray for Igniting Hope. We're doing, if you're listening to this podcast, immediately after its release, we're doing our Igniting Marriages online seminar. That's uh, August 11th and 12th. That's happening. And we're also, you can just pray for these mentorships, even if you're not a part of those. If you would agree with us, because we have such a heart to raise up healthy leaders in the home in the church, in business, government, education, and beyond. So, yep, five seconds of attaching faith to prayer is more powerful than 30 minutes of just praying and uh, just speaking. And I just say thank you, Lord, for the faith that is being released. So why don't you just pray five seconds for Igniting Hope for Wendy and me or one of these things that I've mentioned. Amen. Now just thank the Lord specifically for what you prayed. Just say, thank you, Lord. If you prayed for the marriage seminar, thank you, Lord, that marriage is going to get healed from that. And we feel your prayers. We It means so much to us. Thank you so much. We love you. We're, we're praying for you. Check us out if you haven't at ignitinghope.com. We've got so many free resources. If you want to donate financially to us as well, you can find out how to do that there. Bless you. In the name of Jesus, looking forward to doing another podcast next week. I believe it's going to be great. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.